The following audio drama is rated R for rockin'. You can be sure that everything you wanted to see when you're a teenager is here. Just tantalizingly out of reach if you're under 17 or 18 years old. Hi, this is Jackie Hedeman, co-creator of the Pasithea Powder and voice of Sophie Green. The Pasithea Powder is a science fiction thriller, a post-war epistolary slow burn, and a love story. It's about Captain Sophie Green recovering from a war that ripped her planet apart and left her personal relationships for dead. Among the many atrocities committed on both sides was the invention of the Pasithea Powder, a drug with memory-altering properties. Thankfully, the drug has been eradicated, and only a handful of scientists, now political prisoners, know how to recreate it. In season one, Sophie sees one of those scientists walking free, and she has no choice but to turn to Jane Gonzalez, her estranged friend who helped create the Pasithea powder. In season two, well, let's avoid spoilers, shall we? Sophie and Jane encounter new allies and antagonists and grow closer before being wrenched apart. Season three, our final season, which is where this episode comes from, begins with Jane on an enemy planet and Sophie far, far away in another galaxy fighting to make her way home. This is episode 28, Borrowed Time. Let us begin. Welcome back, dear listeners, to the Pasithea Powder. The following recordings continue the tantalizing tale of Lieutenant Sophie Green and Dr. Jane Gonzalez and all their urgent little conversations after the war. Last time, Jane traveled with Josephine Crooks to the grand planet of Perry, where Cassandra, Medea, and the PSA gathered for what is already quite the summit. Meanwhile, Sophie and Omicron managed to break through a communication barrier, but to what end? This is episode 28, Borrowed Time. Let us begin. I shouldn't even have to do this. Come on, you it's walked nice into this voluntarily. But that's not what I Then what You've are you asking? We'll all take turns Who appointed and... You? God, just shut up! Thank you, fuck. I don't know what the protocol is here, but I wanted to let you know that I'm recording you because, well, frankly, I'm having trouble tracking all of this, and, um... Omicron, you want to take this? Right. Well, as we determined earlier, the ultimate goal here is to make peace with humanity. That's the outcome we want. Now we need action steps. I think it would help if we got to know our guest a little better. I got a chance earlier, but... For the record... I'm still not convinced that peace with humanity is in our best interests. They're no threat to us. They're no threat to us now. But we've seen how knowledge exchange can lead to weapons of extinction. I like the position we're in now. Us afraid, you omnipotent? We're obviously not omnipotent. You've already figured out a way to kill us on a small scale. How long before you dial that up? No one is... Uh, I mean... Once I said something to that effect, but... Okay, fuck it, fine. But this is exactly why we need this channel of communication, right? Don't you want to get a chance to explain yourselves? Or we could kill you, vary our grazing patterns, and never speak of any of this ever again. It's too late for that, and you know it. So a message. A message is what we're talking about from all of us. 
and Lieutenant Green here. And how does this message get delivered? I could... No, you're not going anywhere. You're collateral for when this inevitably fails. And it will fail. Because we're not exactly a united front. Neither are we, but we still have to... Right. We're not the problem. It's the poachers. But humanity can't see the difference. Great. Congratulations. This is what Omicron and I have been saying for literal months. Where is this going, though? Are we saying that our goal is to convince the humans that we're harmless? We agree to never feed in their quadrant again, and the humans can rest assured that any other they see is a criminal and can be killed on sight? Are we really comfortable with that? Outsourcing justice like that? If you can even call it justice, the poachers don't think they're doing anything wrong. Here we go. What's your problem? Nothing. It's just that ever since you came back from that trip to the pillars, you've been parroting these bleeding heart talking points. I'm not parroting anything. I'm just pointing out sure you that are. allowing our citizens to be extrajudicially murdered by a foreign power hardly constitutes... As though they even want to be citizens of ours. Have you asked them? Maybe I should. Yes, take a walk. I'll get us back on track. It'll go faster in our true forms. That was a thousand years ago. <sighs> okay, deep breath. The flesh-eating aliens love infighting just as much as anyone else. Good to know. How does anyone get anything done, ever? Makes you miss the army. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Oh, Jesus, what's... how do you... You sure me? Oh, fuck. Really you? There were others on Medea last week. Do whatever you need. Answer is whether I see where you're going, but if the message is going to be compelling, there's been a change of plan. Sophie, what I have to go home. I'm going home. I'll agree to any version of this plan where I go home. That's not happening. It is happening. You haven't known me very long, but know this: I am going home. Now figure it out. Janie. Janie. Jane. What? Slow down. Let's chat. We're about to be neighbors again, after all. What dirt could you possibly have on Reina Valencia that means you still have a job? It must be good. A real Eleanor Lopez scoop. Is that any way to speak to your fellow citizen, Miss Gonzalez? You should be careful what you say in a public venue like this. You never know who might be listening. You're right. I'll speak more plainly. Leave me alone. Do you think they'll take you back to Santa Viola to start inventing things with the rest of the conspirators? Or will you end up right back where you started? In a cell in the Queen's prison. Maybe they'll make me your handler again. I'd like that, Janie. You know, I don't think I have actually done everything I can do to ruin your career. I think I could do more. Is that right? There are other tapes I could release, Blanc. Michael? Agent Blanc. 
Eleanor Lopez likes the personal better than the political. If I sat down with her and gave her a no-holds-barred interview about my experiences in the Cassandran justice system, my experiences with you, what exactly do you think would happen? Oh, Janie, you always miss the big picture. You could do that, sure. I would. And if you did, you'd be threatening the peace our two planets just forged with each other for a petty, personal grudge. Is that really what you want? <laughs> Shall I give your regards to Dr. Rowley? You're saying you've seen her? Oh yes, I've seen her. You're lying. What do you even get from baiting me? You already have everything you want. Maybe i just like to see you all flustered. Don't be vile. We have a bond, Janie. How long have we known each other now? How long have we been playing this little game? Stay away from me. And after all, where would I be if not for you? No, not rhetorically. What did you just say? I'm guessing closing time at some dive bar. What did you do? Dr. Gonzalez! I've been looking everywhere for you. Agent Blanc, what a surprise. Captain Crooks. Come on, let's go. Be seeing you. Why the fuck were you talking to that guy? He's a creep. It wasn't exactly my choice. Yeah, that tracks. Sorry. Look, if you need, like, an escort or something so he can't get you alone again. That's unnecessary. I, I, I do have a question for you, Captain Crooks. Josephine. Oh, wow! I'm Josephine now. Do I have to go back to Cassandra? <sighs> you heard them in there. But that can't be. Surely there will be, be future negotiations or... Yeah, to hammer out the details. When you're a proviso, the director and the queen put in the contract. That means you're not a detail. I don't want to go back. You've spent the last six months bitching about how you owe absolutely nothing to Medea. Despite living in Freddy's house, working in George's office, probably eating Ferris's food, and dodging Leo's calls... And now you... I don't want to go back to Cassandra. Is there, is there anything that could... I could become a Median citizen? I could do that? Way too late for that. If it ever would have worked. Sorry, kid. Look, maybe it won't be so bad. We can have one of our lawyers work out a humanitarian deal for you. Make sure they'll treat you right and, like, You've got family there. Friends? Sure. It's a small thing to do for peace, Jane. You have to think of it like that. Right. Right. Of course. It took me a long time to realize why Anna Allegros kept popping up. Thinking about her makes me feel sick. Not the way Evelyn makes me feel, but 
out here, there's this real feeling that I can do it all again. Not like, okay, this is the first time I've tried to explain this, so it's not going to come out right. But so here on Earth, it's become more real what happened, the war, what I did, because back on Cassandra or even on the friendship delegation tour, I was, it was still happening. I couldn't, I didn't want to, but also I literally couldn't think about it all in any way that wasn't completely fucking, it's like out here. Even surrounded by these total fucking guilt puppets, I can get a good look. Like, how the streets weren't much to look at, they were confusing and loud, but at sunset from your apartment, they were beautiful? Linda, that's the one who looks like Steptoe, Linda thinks they all took the form of people I wish I could apologize to, which, what the fuck. I do not want to apologize to fucking Dunn and Eleanor Lopez. She should be apologizing to me, if anything. But I kind of get her point. It's not always an apology, but it feels like one. It feels like when I would be trying to leave your and Evelyn's room, but we would have been arguing, and I kept going out into the hallway and remembering another thing I wanted to say, and I kept bursting back in like, and another thing! Until eventually he'd be laughing at me too hard to keep arguing, and I would have totally forgotten what I was so mad about in the first place. It was like that. Sometimes. But yeah, like that. They're all off with their families now doing whatever others do when I'm not around to see, and I'm just sitting here with a thousand and another things locked and loaded with no way to get them to the right person. It's like this indigestion, actually. This Anna Allegros isn't Anna Allegros. Anna Allegros is somewhere she shouldn't be because of... Because before I got all this fucking perspective, before I got to take this gap year from hell, I was moving too fast to think and everyone around me was just a paper doll. I said I was never going to hurt her children. I do think that's true. They agreed to put us on the endangered species list, humans. That's how I'm thinking of it. Like... Before, the others weren't trying to shoot us, but it wasn't a big deal if we came wandering into their glade or whatever. Now there are consequences for shooting us. Metaphorically shooting us. There are consequences for catching us and, oh, piling us into little piles or tying us to the front of our ships. We just need to spread the word. So, that's the next step, and I'm... I don't want to get your hopes up if for some reason you get this, but it doesn't happen, or you get this and it does happen, but I don't survive the... I'm coming home. I think. Will you... I have some things to say, but I think I want to say them to your face. So... For now. Night, Jane. Hi, Sophie. I... Uh, delete recording. Message deleted. Hi, Sophie. It feels weird to send this knowing you might actually... get it. Or some of it. What you sent me wasn't exactly clear, but maybe other technology is better than ours and I'll come through crystal clear for you. Uh, I'm on Perry. There's a summit, a lot of political stuff that's mostly going over my head, but that is completely fucking terrifying, and... Uh, and... I don't even know if she's safe, if she's been tortured, or anything could have happened, and I'm... 
Computer delete message. Message deleted. <clears throat> Hi, Sophie. I hope you're safe. I hope you're all right. I'm trying to do what I promised. I'm trying to come get you. In the meantime, I... I might be going home. I, I mean, home, like... <laughs> it's like I don't know how to think if I'm not talking to you. Computer delete message. Message deleted. Hi, George. I'm guessing Josephine has already filled you in on last night, so I won't go over it again. But I'm not happy to be traded like a playing card between kids on the playground. No, worse than that, to be thrown into a business deal like a signing bonus instead of a person. I'm willing to do it. You don't need to worry that I'll cause another diplomatic incident by refusing. I'm not totally selfish. But, but I'm not happy about it. They, they want me to leave here with the Cassandran delegation, so I might not see you for a while after this. Uh, maybe ever. Depending how future diplomatic relations go, and given how possessive Director Diaz and Reina Valencia seem to be of their Pasithea scientists, I'm also not happy about that. We'll be able to talk, obviously. We'll, we'll talk all the time, but... Well, I'm sorry. I would have preferred to say goodbye in person. Um, I know you're probably still asleep, but you should call me back when you... Uh, I think I just saw David Allegros in the garden. <laughs> uh, was David Allegros supposed to be here? He, he wasn't part of the official Cassandra delegation yesterday. No, they had Irene and Henrik up there, but not David. I, I would have noticed him. I, David! David, it's... Oh my god, he's running away. He, shit, that means he could be... Wait, please, please, I just want to talk. Stop, please, I am unarmed and I don't want to hurt you. Wait, wait, wait! You said you wouldn't hurt me. Can you understand me? Have you taken the cure? What? What are you talking about? I know, I know what you are. Please just tell me, is Sophie Green safe? I'm not another. Let go of me. I don't know if you can hear me, but I can get you access to the cure. Please, just come with me. What in... Jane, I'm part of the Cassandra delegation. I'm not a shape-shifting alien. Look, here's my conference badge. I didn't see you in the assembly yesterday. I had food poisoning. You ran away from me. You literally ran. Yes, I did. Because every time I talk to you, something horrible and illegal ends up happening. Look, call the security staff. Make them do their cuckoo's nest protocols or whatever. You, seriously, you ran away from me? You wanted to avoid talking to me that much? Excuse me. Excuse me. We need help over here. Suspected alien incursion. Could you please? Oh, for Christ. Hi, George. Sorry about that. I just spent the last four hours in a conference room being ineffectually fussed over by PSA agents. It is truly ludicrous how little any of them know what they're up against. They checked our names against lists, they asked us why we were speaking to each other, why I was in the Cassandran delegation's wing of the building, and decided how suspicious we were based on motive. Motive! The PSA simply refuses to credit our research, and is determined to believe that the shape-shifting other must be acting like a human spy, and not simply reflecting whatever the nearest human expects to hear back at them. They floated dosing us with Pasithea to see who was telling the truth. 
I know, putting us into holding cells for 48 hours to see if we dropped our disguises, and cutting off extremities to see if they stayed human when taken into a different room. I thought David was going to faint. Thankfully, I managed to talk them down into just cutting off a lock of my hair, but I think they only relented that far because I was Jane Gonzalez. Anyway, now I am speed walking through this block of rooms so I don't come face to face with Blanc or Reina Valencia and do something I regret at- Oh my god. Is that- George. George, that was Vivian Howe. Vivian Howe, Vice President of the Planetary Strategic Alliance, was having a closed-door meeting in Reina Valencia's suite. She... she... what is she doing? I, I have to find Josephine. Um, talk soon. Have another? Thanks? Would it kill you to make some eye contact? It's understandable, isn't it? Are you talking to me? It's understandable that she'd be curt with us. The heightened security, the constant lockdowns. We've been in here two hours. And you've been sitting there silent the entire time nursing your. Capirinha. And no one is tipping well, if at all. It's included in the PSA. You'd think you'd know that, Mr. Queensguard. That doesn't apply to alcoholic beverages, Captain Crooks. You were shorting people throughout the friendship delegation. What? Don't worry. I'm sure Medea settled up behind you. You're Agent Cullen. Well, yes. Don't get cocky. I couldn't see your badge at first. I have my sources. I'm sure you know the names of everyone on the Cassandra delegation. Obviously. As do we. Enjoy your drink. Please continue to stand by. If they don't let us out of here soon, I will piss in that ornamental plant and none of you can stop me. I wouldn't dream of it. There are worse places to be than the hotel bar. Sure, but if it were the real thing and not the thousand false alarm, I wouldn't feel particularly secure, would you? Those questions they had us answer at the door, the identity validation, another could easily answer those. The officer asking has to know the answer, so the other would too. And this idea that if someone is unfamiliar, they're more suspicious, hmm? Yes. It's the people you know you should worry about. It's all show, and it's... <sighs> I'd stake my life on you being the genuine article, Captain Crooks. You're reading my mind in such a human way. You must be legit too, Cullen. You're the last person I would expect to see in a place like this. From what I understand, that's not quite how it works. Enjoy your beach drink. Let me have my fantasy.
Please continue to stand by. What the fuck? Another? Are you also feeling optimistic? Huh? The talks. Oh, you know. Why not? Let's pretend you're not pumping me for information for a second, and stick to what should be obvious to anyone who remembers the last few years. We don't forgive that easily. Medians? Humans. Hmm. You don't agree? I do agree, but I'm also not sure that forgiveness was ever on the table. Then what is? Solidarity. You mean like some friendship delegation bullshit? You saw how that turned out. I did see how that turned out. Did you? You were there. You handed Sophie Green a weapon. That wasn't on the friendship delegation. And how could you possibly know that? I have my sources, too. We have to trust each other, Captain Crooks. I'm not saying it will be easy. I'm not saying it will even be possible in our lifetimes. But imagine if your planet and mine were family again. What could we accomplish then? I'm pretty sure us being family didn't stop the Azaline conflict. In fact, I'm pretty sure it stoked it. Speaking purely hypothetically, I think it's easier to hurt the people you know will always be there. That's a bleak view. Hmm. It's just a game. Maybe not family, then. Maybe friends. Maybe is all you're getting from me. You may now resume regular business. Oh, thank God. It was very nice chatting with you, Captain Crooks. Yeah, likewise. And... Listen, if you ever happen to- Time to go. Yes, one moment. Drink up, Cullen. I've been trying to get in here for the past hour. We're needed now. Duty calls. Breaking news from the Perry Summit listeners. My sources from the Cassandran camp inform me that Cassandra has asked the Planetary Strategic Alliance to consider them for membership, a step Cassandra has resisted since the formation of the PSA. Director Diaz of Medea has yet to publicly comment, but an anonymous Peronese staffer reports that he is, quote, furious. Reina Valencia has also yet to make a statement, but this puts her remarks yesterday in new context. Our relationship with our neighbors has never mattered more than in this time of uncertainty and peril. We must come together as an interplanetary community to face this new challenge. Cassandra pledges to do everything in our power to safeguard the peace of humanity. These remarks seemed to indicate a possible easing of tensions between Cassandra and Medea, but today they appear in a new light. The often beleaguered queen has been short of allies more than once in her struggles with Medea. Now it seems she may come together 
with the interplanetary community quite literally entirely shifting the balance of power in the peninsula and drawing new lines on the map for the first time since the Java annexation. Will the young queen come to regret her decision? This reporter can't help but be reminded of Reina Valencia's declaration of war, similarly impulsive, which... Oh! Fuck! They cut the power again. This is the third time in a fucking hour I... Stevie! These... No, these lockdowns are unacceptable. They're simply unacceptable. Stevie, get the solar batteries out now! No! No, I... I know I told you to use them for the espresso machine, but now we need them for the fucking cameras, so... Yes, fine. Thank you, Stevie. This is absolutely ridiculous. Couldn't agree more. Jesus Christ. Of all the lobbies in all the world, you had to walk into mine. I told you not to speak to me again. You hear the telescope today? I am not going to speak to you today, Blanc. Gets the cats out of the bag. Medea probably won't stay for much longer. What's the point in peace talks when you've already been outmaneuvered? No? You're really not going to talk to me? I'm hurt. Fine. I'll have to see if I can come up with something more interesting than politics for us to talk about. It is a pity that you won't be coming home with us, though. At least not at Director Diaz's behest. I guess that makes this your last chance to come home anyway. What? It won't be all quality time spent with yours, truly. You have people on Cassandra, Janie. Your darling mother. Your dear old dad. Your grandfather. Oh, no, that's right. I forgot. Your grandfather passed away last month. Please continue to stand by. Didn't anyone tell you? Oh, that's a shame. Well, you know, he was in poor health for the last few years. He never really got over the shock, I hear. It's not going to work. Just making conversation. You are trying to goad me into saying something I regret, or doing something I regret. What exactly do you think is going to happen? Do you think I'm going to snap and try to bash your skull in with my water bottle? Because believe me, while I'm tempted, I have no intention of ending up back in a Cassandran prison. So say what you want. Hurting me will get you nowhere. I'm just trying to give you reasons to come home. Cassandra isn't my home. You're so sure of that, are you? Yes, I'm sure. Huh. Guess you don't want this, then. What? Where did you- Ah, ah, ah! No touching. That's a picture of Isabel. Taken last month. Dr. Rowley looks good, doesn't she? It could be faked. We both know it wasn't. Did you- I... what? I hope you're not implying I'd harm her. She's a national treasure. You need to leave me alone. That's okay, Janie. You think it over. But if you change your mind, I'm only a comms call away.
log. No, fuck it. Lieutenant's log. There's a ship. There's a plan. We leave tomorrow. Linda is transporting me back to our galaxy. There's something about being voluntarily put into a coma, like put on ice for transportation, that is somehow worse than having it done against my will. Like, if something happens to me, I had a hand in it. Fuck it. I need to get back in the habit. I've weighed the risks. This is what's happening. I'm flying home. Eventually. Linda and I will arrive in the PSA and find a place to restock and assess our next moves. Linda has some experience getting into the PSA unnoticed, which is going to be important since I don't know what story they're spinning about Moon. For all I know, there's a warrant out. Then getting me back to Cassandra shouldn't be impossible, but I don't want to waltz in without figuring out some things first. Like, is there a Cassandra? Agent Cullen said we're living on borrowed time. I don't want to think that. There was this old book we had to read in school where these kids left and had these adventures, and when they came back, so much time had passed. Decades. Centuries. All their friends were dead. Time didn't move like it was supposed to in this other place, and I'm not saying... I'm not saying I think that that's what will have happened on Cassandra, because Omicron would have told me if that were a possibility. But also, after the war, I came back and I visited my mom. And she lived next door to this family with kids my age. I sort of knew one of them. The youngest child, Robin, when I was in high school. We had the same summer job. I came back to visit my mom, and I ran into Robin in the loading dock, and they said, I haven't seen you in a while. And I said, yeah, I know. I've been busy. And they said, oh, did they switch you to nights? They didn't know. They had no idea. They thought I'd been stocking the shelves for years. Magic doesn't have to exist for time to just completely erase the world you knew. I've lost entire days. There was nothing magical about that. Yeah? May I come in? Yeah, yeah. I feel like I should be packing, but there's nothing for me to pack. Should I... What's the plan for rations? Linda's taking care of that. Okay. Did you come to say goodbye? My guardian doesn't want me to wave you off tomorrow. I think he's afraid I'll get on the ship with you. I did wonder why it was Linda taking me and not you. Then I remembered that Linda's expendable. No one is expendable. Yeah. Are you going to be all right? There are others now. I'm not the only one. Yeah, but... You asshole, that's not why I asked. You said that being around me was the only thing that felt effortless, and... Yes. And that sounds... terrible. Because I think we'll probably never see each other again. Yes. In a way, even if I were able to, there's no reason for me to be the one who accompanies you back. I fulfilled my mission. What was your mission again? I wanted to understand humanity. <laughs> and you do now? As easy as that? During the time I've seen you here, I've seen you angry, frustrated, guilt-ridden, despairing, hopeful, and curious. 
You've told me things you never told another living being. You've lied to me. I've felt all. Oh. But more than that, I... I've seen the way you looked at him. You never look at him the same way twice. Every time you look at him, you're finding out something new. Oh, fuck. So while I can't say I've completely figured out humanity, yes, I think I understand it. I think I just realized... I'm never going to see this face again. Can I... just touch... Yeah. Can I... Yes. I, um, felt that too. Hi, Sophie. I'm... We're heading to the ship now. To go back to Medea. I'm not... I'm not going home after all. You don't know about that, though. There's a lot I'll have to catch you up on, I guess. I... I keep thinking about something Josephine told me. That my own rigidity might be... Selfish? Childish? That it's impossible to choose neutrality without eventually also choosing a side, or... Letting a side choose you? I... I'm not going to send this. I just need to... Talking to you helps me think, and I... I need to think. Sophie, yesterday Medea tried to stop a war. And today, Reina Valencia tore the offer up. And more than that, Diaz was... He wanted to send people to rescue you. I think maybe Josephine is right. Maybe I do have to choose a side. I don't want to, but I... I think this might be the right choice. It's a choice. And I'm not going to leave you there. I'm not going to leave you there. Computer delete message. Begin again. Message deleted. Sophie, I hope you get this message. I hope you're still safe. I've made a decision. I'm making progress. I'm still coming to get you. I promise. Just hold on. I'll be there as soon as I can. Why would she give it to you? That's the queen you're talking about, Agent Blunk. I'm Gonzalez's liaison. You're flying with Reina Valencia and the rest of the Cassandran party. I'm bringing up the rear. After you swing by for a cozy chat with Jane Gonzalez. I don't know what the message says, and now you really should go.
Oh, for... Please continue to stand by. I don't know you. That's because we haven't met. I know everyone from the Medean delegation, and I don't know you. And there's a reason for that. I'm with the Cassandran delegation. The Cassandran delegation just left. Everyone but me. Why? I'm afraid I can't tell you. You could be an other. You don't know me. Exactly. What are they teaching you on Medea? If I were an other, you would know me, Sergeant Guthrie. How do you know my name? It's on your uniform. Shut up. Do any of you know him? Looks like none of you know me. Erico, I'm not an other, and we can all take if a If you're deep... not another, why didn't you leave with the Cassandra delegation? With respect, Sergeant, that's none of your business. I won't ask again. Unnecessary. I'm taking a message to Jane Gonzalez. You're taking a message to Jane Gonzalez? I have a message to deliver to Jane Gonzalez, and once I've done that, I am leaving to fly back to Cassandra. Who's the message from? Your traitor queen? Refer to her as Reina Valencia, or don't refer to her at all. I can't tell you who the message is from. I don't know what it says. My role here is very unimportant. According to you. As you say. I can't allow you to talk to Jane Gonzalez. Sergeant, it isn't up to you to let me do anything. Yes, it is. For all I know, you could be an assassin. Would it help if I told you my name? Won't be your real name, though, would it? My name is Raymond Cullen. Sure it is. Raymond? Watch it! Please continue to stand Holster by. your gun, Sergeant! I wasn't going to shoot you! You were startled. Your fingers on the trigger. You don't know me, Cullen. You're right. I don't. However, I do know that in weapons training, at least on Cassandra, we are instructed to leave our fingers off the trigger. Medea trains us. I am trained. I'm sure you are. But in moments of fear... I am not afraid! There's nothing wrong with fear, Sergeant. It's human. The danger comes when you let yourself become... Is he dead? Oh my god. He's dead. You may now resume regular business. listening to the Pasithea Powder. This was episode 28, Borrowed Time. Tune in next time to see what happens when everyone, well, almost everyone, goes home. Sophie Green was portrayed by Jackie Hedeman. Jane Gonzalez was portrayed by Molly Keen. Ian Andrews was Omicron. Pat Evans was the voice of Linda. Antal Spectrosoboski was Agent Cullen, and Colin Killick was Agent Locke. Ren Mohica portrayed Josephine Crooks. 
Grace Carriker was the voice of Anna Alekos. Brandon Wen was the voice of Captain Dunn. And Monia Ogin returned as the voice of Sophie's mom. Sarah Rebecca Gaglio was Reina Valencia. Jackie Andrews portrayed the glamorous Eleanor Lopez. John Hedeman was David Allegros. Cece Fong was the PSA automated voice. Laura Hapke was Random Woman. And the voice of the computer was Cade Lebron. Sergeant Guthrie was portrayed by Kirstie Woolden. Narration by Flight Delay. Original music by Annie Moriandus. If you've enjoyed our little story, please rate and review us on your podcast player of choice. It really helps. You can find us on your favorite podcast player, on Twitter at Pasathea Powder, or on our website, PasatheaPowder.com, where show scripts are available. To help us do what we do best, please consider becoming a patron. For bonus content and to support production costs, find us on Patreon, or to make a one-time donation, visit our Ko-fi. The Pasathea Powder was created by Bad Wine Productions. Our heroines will return in episode 29, My Soul's a Little Grief.